What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, April the 29th. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the announcement of the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, new Call of Duty announcement, God of War being confirmed for 2022, and uh, maybe some Overwatch. I know we talked about Overwatch 2 a lot last week, but the beta is out. There's a lot of people playing it, and uh, there's been some thoughts that have been had. But with me today, it's an all Andrew podcast today. You know what I mean? That the it best, is. I don't know this. I don't, this is probably completely false, but I'm going to say it's true. Anytime there's an all Andrew podcast, best numbers. You know what I mean? Oh, thousands wow. of downloads. Thousands. Nice. Some, millions. Millions of views. Thousands of downloads. Millions. That's it's crazy. incredible. Uh, but you can find him at Brown underscore Berserker in the great city of nyc we have andrew with us today yo what's up what's up got some blast beats for you there oh nice I need, appreciate that i need a, like a little uh a little snare, snare drum now yeah mom if you're listening i need a little a little tiny desk snare drum or maybe just a little <laughs> desk drum kit you know what i mean that'd be that'd pretty probably, killer that probably exists how are you sir what have you been playing Excellent, man. I'm still playing Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on the uh, third playthrough, Mage Only. Still playing Elden Ring. There you go, man. Are you yeah. playing co-op? Are you playing solo? Uh, solo. A bit of, a bit of both? Uh, I, I did co-op uh, in my first run. The last two runs I've gone solo. So, so you, pl- you played the whole first run co-op, beat it and everything? Um, I would say 70-30. So 70% okay. co-op, 30% solo. The end of the game, I soloed. So, Easier or harder in co-op? Mm. Or the same? Uh, hard to say. I'm going to say easier, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the boss's health bars are bigger uh, to compensate for, the, for more players. But yeah, it's, uh, I'd say it's easier, honestly. All right, you heard it here first. Elden Ring is easy in co-op mode. To me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, whatever you want, wherever you want to listen to us at. We're there. You can also see our beautiful faces in. 4K, not really. Usually 720p, <laughs> maybe 1080p, depending on who we have on the show and what their camera does. <laughs> uh, but you can find that over on YouTube. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, we'll probably hit six, 700,000 views on this one. Because Sounds about right. Um, so if you want to go saying. over there and hit that subscribe button, then that would help us out greatly. You can also follow us at Logon Games on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Click the link tree in any of our socials. It'll point you towards wherever it is that you want to be pointed towards. Uh, and you can also join our Discord server from there. Switch Sports comes out tomorrow. Andrew, I'm excited. If you want to join our oh, Discord server and you want to play me in some bowling or some badminton, <laughs> then let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's get let's get to the nitty gritty. This dropped today is the time we're recording this. Xbox dropped a a little a little article thing, I don't know, an announcement. Join us Sunday, June 12th for the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Today we're excited to announce that Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase will stream on Sunday, June 12th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. That is 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, this show will feature amazing titles coming from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and our partners around the world. The Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming soon to the Xbox ecosystem, including upcoming releases to Game Pass on Xbox and PC. The Xbox Bethesda Showcase will be streamed on a variety of outlets in over 30 languages, Andrew. That's a lot of languages. Hey, man, you they got to ju- pull people in. 
And then they have all the links for all the things you would need to know about if you're interested. Um, first of all, what, what language are you going to watch it in? Um, English. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, are you, are you a subtitles person? Are you, are you like, you watch something, but you also have English subtitles on? Oh no. If it's in English, it's in English, no subtitles. I only okay. watch subtitles with, uh, you know, foreign, foreign films, yep. shows, etc. Yeah. I do the same thing. And then when my wife and I are watching something together, that's how it is. But if she's watching something by herself, there's always subtitles on. And I never uh, understand it. I know there's a lot of people that do it. Yeah. They want subtitles on freaking everything. I'm like, do you not know English? Well, I, well, I got a lot of buddies that um, have subtitles on when they game. I still don't put subtitles on video games. So Same. We're, because we're the Andrews. We know what we're doing. <laughs> we can hear. We don't need we to can, we can. We have ears that work. <laughs> no, but this is the first... I guess announcement for what typically an E3 showcase would be. Yes. That we've gotten so far. So good news to know it's Xbox is doing their same thing around the same time. The question is, which I saw on Twitter today and I kind of laughed a little bit, is next year, is it going to be the Xbox and Bethesda and Activision showcase? Are they just going to keep adding everybody they buy? So, like, yeah, like, so Xbox has its own E3. And yeah. it has like, has like, yeah, has showcases within like the companies under them. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hype, hype level for this. Anything that you want to see, anything you expect to see. Um, number one would be Scalebound. Uh, yes. Scalebound's coming back. Um, I think Elder Scrolls gameplay would be really cool. Um, besides that, um, I want to see. No, I think that's about it. Like, I, I so like, I don't know, like, I've kind of drifted away a lot from the uh, Microsoft uh, first party games. Uh, I mean, I've enjoyed the Halo multiplayer. I think a new Gears would be really cool to see. Uh, I know a lot of people are waiting on Fable as well, so. Yeah, so um, this was rumored a while back. And I was talking with one of my friends on Xbox mm-hmm. about this, about um, rumored that the neck that they're going to do to Gears of War, what they did with the Master Chief Collection and like kind of remaster, update some of them and then just throw them all in one big collection and you can oh, have okay. like all the games kind of thing and like all the all the multiplayer playlist, etc. So I hope that's real because I've never... I've played through first like two hours of five, Gears of War 5. Okay. That's all I've ever played of Gears of War in my entire life. Wait, for um, real? For real. For realsies. Oh, wow. Okay, well, see, I guess, I mean, I've only played the first three games. Uh, I've beaten the first three games multiple times, but that's about yeah. it for me. So they're all on Game Pass. So there's been multiple times where I was like, I should just play them all. But if they're going to do this, I feel like I need to wait. So I've just been waiting okay, and hoping that this is a real thing that happens at some point. We'll probably know if, if whenever Gears of War 6 comes out, if this package is still not out yet, then I'll probably just... Have a day and just go through them all, you know what I mean? Just you know what's crazy day. to me? Like, when I look at Gears now, the very first game, I still think it, like, is graphically impressive. To yeah. me, at least. You know, for, like, it was way ahead of its time, for sure. Do you know if they've done anything since its original release? Have they, like, remastered it or anything like that? I honestly do or not know. The same? Yeah, I honestly do not know. The plot thickens. <laughs> I was trying to find uh, some games that we might hear from so obviously uh redfall oh yeah was that, announced last see, e3 to come so out many, this yeah, summer there's so many games i like i keep forgetting about yeah that looks cool um there's been some leaked screenshots of that game like back in like last fall mm-hmm. it's it, left for dead back for blood vibes what i get from this game mm-hmm. um exactly but yeah it's still they haven't said anything about it since last e3 and it's still slated to come out summer 2022, which I cannot imagine. If they do this thing in June and they're like, Redfall, here it is, and it's coming out this summer, I'll be mind blown. The fact that like all we got was a CG trailer, and the next time we see it, it's coming out like a month later. See, I, later. I wish there were more surprise drops, honestly. I mean, Nintendo will do it here and there, uh, you know, with their showcases. But like, I think yeah. the last big one was what, Apex? Where it was just yeah. like, boom, or out of nowhere. Guys. Yeah. yeah, like... I, I kind of like when stuff like that happens, like little surprises like that. 
I would love for them to be like Red Falls Hill right now. Yeah. Be like, but <laughs> I mean, that's what I'd be. Because I love me some four player co op games. Let me tell you. Um, we definitely will see Starfield. I'm sure that's they'll literally, do that's what was about to happen. Big blowout. Yeah. Big blowout Starfield. I mean, even the picture for you audio listeners and video listeners, because I'm not showing anything on the screen, but the picture for their like showcase announcement is like the Xbox logo in space. There's stars. Mm hmm. Because it's, it's like a field of stars. Starfield. Starfield. So I'm sure we'll get a whole big old blowout on that game. Where's Gameplay. your thoughts on that coming out on time? I feel for Starfield, not in a negative way. How I felt for a lot of gigantic games like mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, like I think Anthem, like games mm-hmm. that had so much hype just for being shown like barely at like a showcase or like a cgi trailer or whatever and people yeah i remember an anthem came up people like oh my gosh game of the year i was like we've seen like three seconds of gameplay you have absolutely no idea (laughs) and then cyberpunk was the same way like this is gonna be the best game ever i was like well let's like play let's see something first feel the same way about starfield people are already freaking out it's game of the year you don't need to just book it now and I'm it's, like, we've seen three seconds of what well, yeah, we don't even know what this game really is. At the it's end the, the idea that the the you know the whole the creators of you know Elder Scroll and like Fallout making a space game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. if you're just running off of that, I can see why people are excited. So, but I really enjoy the Mass Effect games. Same. If it's akin to something like, if I'm getting Mass Effect vibes here and there then I'll be excited for it. For sure. But I I mean I I've played a lot of the Elder Scroll games, played Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I haven't I I haven't played them as hardcore as a lot of people. So yeah. if it's just like an Elder Scrolls or like a Fallout version just in space, I'll probably just be like, cool. Maybe I'll I mean I'll try it cuz it'll be on Game Pass, of course. Yeah. But I don't know personally what my hype level will be for it, but That's we'll safe. see it. Yeah. And I, my my guess we'll see a lot of it. Um, will we see more fable? Probably not is my guess, but that's another, when I think of like the big things that they could talk about, that would be one of them. We got that CG trailer like last year. That's what's crazy. Cause you know, like, you know, that game's probably been in development for like a good, like four to five years now. Like they've probably been working Could've on that been. forever. Yeah. Um, so maybe we see something like that. I'm sure there's a lot of surprises and stuff that we don't know. Stalker 2 got uh, delayed until like December of this year. So maybe we'll see some more gameplay of that. Mm-hmm. Scorn, that horror game that they showed off a long time ago. They keep delaying it. It's still supposed to come out, I think, the end of this year sometime. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll be excited for Halo again and they'll come out and announce the Battle Royale. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I was going to ask you is like, what, what could be announced to like, you know, resurge that excitement for that game? Is it just a preview of like future modes coming out seasons, et cetera, et cetera? Like what, what would it be for you? Is it just the battle Royale announcement? Um, First of all, I think by that point, Halo is going to be in a very bad spot Mm -hmm. by June because it's already in a bad spot now. And then the majority of Halo people don't like season two being six months long again. And there's not enough content with just like one arena map, one big team map, and then like some new modes. And that's it. So basically after like two weeks, you're going to have played the crap out of everything that season two has to offer. So by June 12th, I'm, unless something happens, I'm assuming it's going to be pretty much in the same state it is now where not a lot of people are playing it. Uh, so yeah, unless they come out and they're like forge mode coming out today, campaign co-op is out today. Here's a new map. Here's a new weapon. Like it, I'm not asking for them to be like, here's the whole battle Royale or here's something here's campaign DLC or something that we don't even know. That's going to blow people's minds. Yeah. But just like if they could come out and be like campaign co-ops coming out today. So is the DMR and a forge beta or something like that. And maybe a map or whatever, like at least just something. And they were like, and it's coming out in June by in like a week or two weeks or maybe yeah. that day or something like that. That would get people amped up a little bit. 
but I don't see that happening to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't talk about Halo at all, except for maybe like a we released Halo last year and uh, the team's been hard at work doing something and <laughs> and uh, thanks. Here's another theme controller. Yeah, it, it's so. sad because it's like their flagship game, but it seems like it's gone. You know, the excitement and uh, you know discussion around the game has kind of just gone downhill. Yeah. Unfortunately, I agree because we talked about it some last week. But like, I love the gameplay, but it's just like if the game would have come out this year, this November, I think we would have had something. We could have had something special. Yeah, but it's a they got a they're in a hole, and it's going to take a long time for them to dig out of this hole unless certain affinity can come in and just take over i don't know know. see see what's funny is like you bringing up anthem i feel like that's the problem with halo right now is the lack of content because that's that's the reason i think anthem failed was because of the lack of content so i'm just if if what we're to believe is true season two like it says on their little roadmap thing Mm. ends in november of this year which is when the game came out last year so you're talking about the first 11 11, 12 months of Halo Infinite being out. The only new content you've gotten from the base game is two new maps and like three or four playlist modes, and that's it. Which yeah. if you had told people that day one, super disappointing. Like extremely disappointing. So, I mean, that's what we're to believe as of now. Like obviously, and still like campaign co op supposed to come out sometime in season two. Forge is supposed to come out sometime in season two. So it's just like that. I could also see that getting pushed back. I think on the roadmap, it said August is what they're shooting for, for campaign co-op, which is if you had told us in November that you're not getting campaign co-op until maybe August. It's still, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess, but I digress. Um, Other games that we could see, I'm reading on clutchpoints.com. Data Decay 3, we saw a trailer for that last E3. Um, Outer Worlds 2, we saw just like a little tiny thing, I think, of that last time, so I don't expect much. Um, Hellblade 2, which we saw at the Game Awards again. That does I don't look know. cool. I don't know if they put like a, any sort of date on that or not, so maybe we get a date even if it's 2023 or mm-hmm. something. Um, but yeah, and then whatever surprise stuff they come out with, whatever indie stuff they show off, etc. But at least we know now, and I'm I'm hoping maybe now that we have this Xbox announcement showcase out of the way, PlayStation, Nintendo, stuff like that, they'll start coming forward. Maybe Jeff Keighley already knows, and he starts announcing Summer Game Fest stuff all around that. That same do you week. do you think it's safe to say maybe seventy five percent of that's going to be new content? Or less. You know? <laughs> I'll have to ask Jeff Keeling. Let me call him up real quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if, if I were to have Jeff Keeling on the phone, it would have blown your mind just now. Because, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, showcases go, I think most people are more excited to see new stuff than stuff they already know that's coming out. So. Yeah. It's just interesting, as far as the showcase itself... I don't know if we're going to get like it was last year, like the last couple Xbox ones have been, where it's similar to PlayStation, where it's just like a bunch of trailers, you know? Yeah. For an hour's worth of trailers for the most part. And then Phil Spencer comes out and talks about whatever it is he wants to talk about. Or if it's going to be like, well, they have Starfield. So then that, I mean, that could take up 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. They could be showing that off for a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's going to be, you know, if it's going to be different or if it's going to be, maybe they do a bunch of new trailers first half in the middle show starfield for 20 minutes and then end with like three bangers or something i don't know are they announced starfield comes out in september now starfield uh is delayed again no i think they want to stick close to the date they have because it's uh yeah yeah i just don't i mean i say this anytime anybody puts a date on that's this big of a game it's always like i don't think you say that date unless you know you can hit it 
I'm telling you, like the window now. The further we've progressed in like the generations of gaming, like we've just seen so many delays after delays after delays. Like, is there like even a point to even put a date out for a release when there's been as many delays as we've seen? (laughs) I wouldn't. Exactly. I get even before COVID hit. I remember The Last of Us Part Two got delayed like three different times, and I was mm -hmm. just like, they put that one release date for like. February, March, or April, or something around that time. And I was like, yeah. okay. That was like the second time they delayed it. And I was like, that's the date. And then it got delayed again until like the summer. I was just yeah. like, just then don't say the date. Exactly. Just don't say. Oh, <laughs> uh, I digress. Reading from GameSpot.com. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 logo revealed. And I just blew your mind, Andrew. The official <laughs> logo for Call of Duty... Modern Warfare 2 has been revealed while Activision is teasing that the game will usher will usher in the new era for Call of Duty. Uh, the related logo animation appears to include some indistinct chatter along with lines of what looks like a topographical map. Perhaps the audio and other assets contain clues about the game. Oh, goodness. So if you're a Call of Duty person, Modern Warfare person, I don't I mean, I re- I enjoyed the first Modern Warfare. I enjoyed the remake of, or the remaster, or whatever, of the Modern Warfare that we got. I didn't play it too much, but it is a thing that happened. Um, but Activision announced Modern Warfare 2 earlier this year. Just this week, the company said it will be the most advanced entry in the series to date. Developer Infinity Ward has yet to formally announce or detail the game, however, but that should happen in the coming weeks. It's rumored to be a sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare with a story focusing on a Colombian drug cartel. Cartel. Uh, the game will be accompanied by another new title, the next Warzone game this year. I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. It says that the game will usher in the new era for Call of Duty. Do you think it's really going to be that much different? <laughs> well... Yeah, I'm trying to understand the wording of like the most advanced is, are, are we having like fully destructible environments? Um, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. I'm so thrown off about Call of Duty because they've gone so far in the past and so far in the future that it's like, <laughs> what can you present that's going to be absolutely bonkers or new? You get what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like they've touched so many different aspects of like whatever like different uh, time periods and like places and technology that like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't foresee them doing something so new and wow to like make us go, Oh wow. This is the next gen of call of duty. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel the same way when I see new era, I'm like, I call yeah, it. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> it's like when I think of call of duty, I'm like, will it look really good? Sure. Well, it have even if it's a really really good Call of Duty game, I don't see how it's a new era of Call of Duty. Like you're still gonna have your probably your same types of game modes. You're gonna have your maps, and then you're gonna have your builds. You're gonna be able to upgrade your guns, and you're gonna have different grenades. Yeah, and maybe you have a certain ability, and I'm just like, I mean, I can. It's a shooter. It's an arena shooter. We all know what it's gonna be. So that's why I'm just like. New era and they're saying it's the most advanced Call of Duty ever. So what's going to happen, really it's going to be cell shaded 8K <laughs> and it's going to be a looter shooter. That would be R- awesome. RPG. RPG. <laughs> I mean, I would do something different. A looter shooter would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And then it says, so here's the other thing that I'm I'm questioning. So it's the next Warzone game is supposed to also come out this year, whether it's Warzone 2, whatever. Probably using the same engine, same type of game that this Modern Warfare game is going to be, you would yeah. expect. So is this next Warzone game going to be like the free Call of Duty that everybody likes to play like Warzone is now? And then Modern Warfare 2 is still going to be 60 or $70? I, because yeah, I 100% believe that. It's weird. Honestly. I, I think, still think that's a little weird. I think, I mean, I think that's the model. They're going to like update Warzone like every year, every two years. They're going to have, you know, new cosmetics, et cetera, et cetera. And then you're going to have your yearly entries into the main game. Um, so my question is, are they still doing campaigns? Because I haven't touched a Call of Duty in a long time. And I heard they pulled the campaign 
from the last game or two. Is that true? That's where my head is. I okay. think either the last game or one of the last two games or something had the campaign pulled, but I couldn't yeah. tell you which one. So I don't know. I'm the weirdo that was playing the Call of Duty campaigns and not playing PvP. So <laughs> back yeah. in the day. So well, this says the sequels, like I said, the story focusing on the drug yeah. cartel or whatever. So it, to me, that means like, yeah, we have a campaign. Yeah. So are we doing the whole? Are we learning from Battlefield and just being like? Let's make the multiplayer free, but the campaign is what you pay for, kind of like Halo is now. Or yeah. Halo Infinite was. Or is it just going to be like, yeah, Warzone's the free thing. Modern Warfare 2 is the paid whole package thing. Because my, I mean, it's the most highest selling game like every year, but I don't know. I don't know if it, if they, if it matters to them. I'm sure they somewhat know what they're doing. But, but it's happening, and like I said... Hopefully in the next coming weeks, we'll get a full kind of blowout of what this Call of Duty game is going to be. So so the last Call of Duty that made me go, holy crap, was it was I think it was E3 and it was a trailer for it. And I'm sorry, I apologize. I don't know which Call of Duty this was, but it showed like a dude floating in space and like he was shooting. And then like at the end of the trailer, it said Call of Duty. And I was like, what? Call of Duty's in space. And that was the last time I think I was shocked by a Call of Duty announcement, yeah. to be honest. I don't know. I mean, the only thing that I think would be, and this, I'm, ex- I don't know. I was going to say I'm expecting this, but I'm not expecting this, really. If they were like, it's next gen only, like only PS5, Xbox Series consoles, and PC. But I can't imagine them doing that as big as Call of Duty is, yeah. knowing that. Yeah. There's a bunch of Xbox One and PS4 people. That yeah, yeah, and people can, that can't really get PS5s stuff. and, yeah, so. But we'll see. In the next coming weeks, they say. Now, want to move on here. Uh, you proposed a question via text. I'm going to give out your phone number real quick. No, I'm just kidding. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> will there be, you said something along the lines of, is there something that can beat out Elden Ring for Game of the Year this year? And there's a news tidbit that dropped this week that I want to read about. God of War Ragnarok still on track for 2022 release date. I'm reading this from Eurogamer.net. A member of Santa Monica Studios development team has confirmed that yes, God of War Ragnarok is still releasing later this year. Confirmation came via animation director Bruno Valesquez. Nailed it. After a fan pressed uh, for an update on Twitter. Uh, the actual tweet was, Bruno reassure us that the game, the, the game will come this year 100% and don't show me anything at this point. Fingers crossed. And then he just responded, Ragnarok is coming this year. So, if this is true, which I, I believe Bruno. Okay, I know we're all not supposed to talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe, I believe in Bruno. Um, when I think of games that can beat out Elden Ring for Game of the Year, which, man, it's going to take a game to beat out Elden Ring for Game of it the really Year. It really is. Um, I mean, it won most anticipated game at the Game Awards two years in a row. So people were ready for it, and then for it to meet and or exceed expectations. Exactly. Even people that it's not their type of game, like it's not my type of game and I haven't played it yet, but like if I had a vote now, I would just, I would just vote Elden Ring. Because it's just the way that everybody's that has played it has been like, oh my gosh. Elden Ring Mind was blowing. what Cyberpunk was supposed to be. <laughs> Same game. You know what? <laughs> Live game. up to the <laughs> hype. Exactly. So I'm thinking of in order for a game to take down Elden Ring, it would have to be something on that level from when the first God of War came out or like Last of Us Part 2, which we, I mean, Last of Us 1 and 2, but we saw Last of Us 2 take like every game award game of the year you could possibly take for the most part. Mm. Um, Something that giant, I think is what would have to do to even compete at this point. Yeah. So for me personally, I think God of War and Starfield are the only competitors to Elden Ring unless uh, some, you know, there's some unknown game announcement made that we don't know about that's like going to come out. The new Pokemon games. What do you, mean? you know, like, like, I don't know, they, uh, I don't know, Odyssey 2, for some Pokemon, reason, they just Pokemon announced Scarlet. it, it comes out. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so the thing for me with God of War is it has to meet a checklist, uh, to beat, um, Elden Ring. So you're talking about story, gameplay, content, you know, just everything across the board, you know, is it, it it's, it's a, it's stiff competition. It really is. Yeah. Right now we have Elden Ring. I'm just, you can, you, we can find this clip when the game awards and nominees come out. And I'll tell you everybody how 100% right I am. Right now I'm thinking we're going to have Elden Ring in there. Horizon Forbidden West in there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because that's true. It's Horizon. It's big time. That's big true. Um, I'm looking through the list. Right, It's possible Gotham Knights makes it. If it's good. It's supposed to come out later this year. As good as the old Gotham Batman games were. They were yeah. always up for game of the year. So I'm just saying if it's that quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Maybe a game like Sifu sneaks in. There's going to be some in the game, I assume, that sneaks in. Interesting. Um, whether it's Sifu or maybe another indie game comes out this year that blows the doors off. Um, God of War Ragnarok will be in there for sure. And Starfield as well will be in there for sure, unless Starfield's a complete disaster. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's coming out this year that'll be that big. You would think it would have to be a Nintendo. If there's going to be another game, it's going to be something that Nintendo has in their bot, like you said, like a Mario Odyssey 2 that they haven't announced yet. That they're going to announce around June and it's coming out in September, October, November, whatever. Is Splatoon 3 this year or is that, or is that was that pushed? It is this year. It's like September 9th or something like that. Okay. But when I don't think, I mean, no offense, Splatoon. I'm I'm really excited for Splatoon, but going up against Elden Ring, it's just not, <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just pulling it. stuff out of my pocket at this. Not happen for game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I want it to, I just don't. You know, I don't think maybe Kirby is also in there somewhere. If that's all they uh, got, that's true too. A lot of people like that. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I hope I hope God of War is good enough to be considered because I love the first God of War game. And if the second one's anywhere close to as good, then I'll be a happy camper. But I think it's Elden Ring. I mean, if I had to put money on it right now, I'd just go ahead. And, and see, like like a lot of the podcasts I'm listening to, like people want there to be a fight. You know what I'm saying? They don't want it yeah. to be a, a clean sweep. They want something to come and compete. So we're, we're going to have to discuss, you know, really discuss what's the game of the year. But like, man, like Elden Ring well, so just came swinging. <laughs> the thing that Elden Ring has going against it is that it came out so early. It came yes. out in January. Yes. So by the time, basically a whole year goes by, 11 months, by the time we get to the Game Awards, God of War, Starfield are going to be fresh in people's mind. And whatever Nintendo game comes out or if there's a surprise game, like maybe Modern Warfare 2 is the best Call of Duty game in the last 15 years. But what they, if, what if From Software is holding that DLC and they're going to like release that DLC this year for Elden Ring and then they just come right <laughs> back in? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, at that point, I think it's Pokemon games, Pokemon Scarlet's game to lose. You know? Oh, okay. Violet and Scarlet. They're going to clean house. 10 out of 10. Best Pokemon game ever. Find those shinies, people. Let's go. I don't know. Overwatch 2 might be game of the year. It's, it's gotten some buzz. It's gotten some buzz. Segway into videogameschronicle.com. Overwatch 2 hit a record 1.5 million concurrent Twitch streamers as beta launches. It's a lot of people. Uh... Overwatch 2 saw its highest day ever on Twitch, coinciding with Wednesday's launch of the Overwatch 2 beta. Players hopping in to participate in the Overwatch 2 beta can register or do so by gaining access to, via Twitch drop. So if you... It's only PC. I've been watching a lot of, of this game because I'm a console player, so I've been... One little tear comes down my face. <laughs> and I just watched other people play the beta for like... Just all night. I probably watched for like four hours worth last night. Probably enough to get one of these drop keys, but whatever. You can watch any Blizzard partnered streamers uh, for a chance to win uh, a beta key if you are interested in that. But promotion has attracted significant interest, breaking the Overwatch viewership record on Twitch. Together we reach 1.5 concurrent views, the highest day in Overwatch on Twitch, Blizzard tweeted. 
Let's go. Uh, running until May 17th, the Overwatch 2 beta will only be available for PC, but Blizzard has said its plans to include console players in future tests. The beta includes access to Overwatch 2's 5v5 PvP mode, the new push mode, ping system, four hero re- reworks being Arisa, Doomfist, Bastion, and Sombra, one new hero, Sojourn, all Overwatch 1 maps, and four new maps, Circuit Royale, Midtown, Toronto, and Rome. The Overwatch 2 beta is available to players in North America, Europe, Latin America, Brazil, Korea, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan, and Southeast Asia. (laughs) Blizzard said in November that both Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 had been delayed. Wait, Blizzard said in November that both Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 had been delayed until at least 2023. Mm. I think what it's talking about for Overwatch 2 is the PvE stuff being delayed till 2023 i think the pvp stuff like the beta you're playing right now maybe mm-hmm. is still supposed to like come out this year because i can't yeah. imagine that not being out and by this year but i've been watching a lot of this i really badly want to play it everybody that has played and i can say everybody everybody that i've seen that's played it whether it's on youtube twitch twitter whatever people are loving it people are like overwatch back. I love what they've done with the new heroes. I love the reworks. I love 5v5. It's a good old time. Let's go. Andrew, are you, are you an Overwatch player? Are you interested, interested in this? What have been, what's been your takeaways so far? Um, there was a time and period where all I played was Overwatch. Uh, it's been many, many years since then. Many uh, moons, they say. With all the characters and lore and cutscenes and all that cool stuff, I've been really excited for PvE. Uh, so when I heard that was put on hold, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, hold, hopefully meaning it is still coming out. Um, mm. the, so I kind of wanted to flip the script here. The question I want to ask you is of mm. all the stuff you have seen, is it enough to be called a sequel? Uh, or is this a 1.5 uh, scenario? I think it's a 1.5 scenario PVP wise, but I like you which I, I think us two Andrews may be in the minority on this, but very excited for the PVE stuff. Yes. When they first showed this off, I was more excited for the PVE stuff than anything else. I was like ready to, before I knew it was 5v5 or anything like that. Yeah. Because as Destiny players, my mind goes to like, how close to Destiny is this going to be? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that happened in my mind when I saw the skill trees and stuff like that. I was like, how close? Even Overwatch 1, when they would do those events, Halloween events or the whatever else that I, I really play. like that and I would be like man if they could just like come out with a raid like a destiny style raid and just drop that and be like you can choose your own character and we can go through I was like that'd be so freaking cool I know it's crazy because like there's so many specific roles you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's it's perfect for that type of gameplay it's perfect the events that we got like the Halloween one for example all you really have to do is just like take that that's an encounter Make yeah. four of those, put yep. them together, boom. Overwatch fun times. Easy. Um, I don't think we're going to get that. That being said, PV, I think it's probably going to be more Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood style, where it's like uh, highly replayable, yeah. lots of mutations, lots of different difficulties going up and down, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Plus probably some like strike type stuff for you Destiny people. That's my guess. But... As far as the PvP goes, what I've seen, what I've watched, it definitely seems like 1.5, but a more positive 1.5. Where it's like, if you remember when Destiny 2 came out, people were like, this is just Destiny 1.5. And they were kind of yeah. disappointed in that. Whereas I think this is Overwatch 1.5, but in a good way. So besides the character sense. changes and 5, like 5, like V5, what what's what are you seeing that's different, that's exciting you? Um, what I've seen and what the players that have played it have told me is it feels like like in Overwatch 1, it was such a long, drug-out thing sometimes. This okay. feels more like, not definitely not to the point where Call of Duty or a Halo or Apex Arenas is, but it feels more like an arena shooter. Like there's more people moving around the map. There's more mobility. Okay. There's more if you're there's more skill that's needed. 
But if you're good with said character, like there's more carrying that can be done, which was just like not a thing you could really do in the first Overwatch. Interesting. Like it didn't matter how good you were with freaking Ash or whoever you're playing. It's not like you couldn't just like go to the point and just kill three people and be like, all right, let's go. Like it's wasn't really a thing that you could do. Whereas in this game, it seems like to an extent, like you can do a little bit of that in the perfect scenario. And there's way more mobility. All the tanks, now we're down to one tank, but all the tanks are, like, are way more mobile than they used to be, whether it's abilities okay. or just their movement speed in general. So there's a lot of moving around. You can flank. Flankers out the, out the butthole. Everybody that I've watched, almost every game there's a Sombra, and they're flanking, flanking McFlank pans. But they can do that and get away with it now without being a detriment to the team or not being on point or whatever. So, so is it faster paced? It is, seems like is, it, yeah. Does the movement look quicker than the uh, original game? It does. It looks, okay. It does to That's me, cool. at least. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for whenever this console PV or beta is going to happen. Oh, how is, sure. the, how is the graphics or art? Is, does it actually look updated? Does it actually look better? I can tell that some of the artwork is updated, but just watching streams and YouTube videos, I can't tell really graphically uh, like if it's that much. Okay. People that go into like the new maps, especially, are like, "Look how good this looks," but I can't tell because I'm watching their stream. You know, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. So, okay, I am but a lonely, lowly console player. And it's gonna uh, be uh, Blizzard hates us. It's gonna be a um, paid right, it's a sixty dollar game, right? So the way I don't know this for sure, but the way that I think it's happened is happening is if you. Have Overwatch already, then you have Overwatch 2 PvP. Like, it's all going to be the okay. same PvP. So if you already own Overwatch, okay. you're going to get Overwatch 2 PvP whenever it comes out. If you, That being said, to me, that means if you don't have it, you're going to have to buy it. Okay. Which I personally think is a mistake. It should just be free. Uh, but yeah, the P- yeah, PvP should be, yeah, for sure. But to me, it seems like, yeah, you're going to have to buy I don't know what kind of price point they're going to put on it but uh that's what it seems like to me but we'll i think see. it should be no higher than like 30 bucks personally yeah but. the overwatch league starts next week i expect either at the event the first game or whatever it's going to be for us to get like some information on what the next beta or console players being invited or some kind of something of substance. So, uh, or between now and then. Yeah. We get another like developer update or something like that. So whether it's new characters or new maps or something like that. So I'm excited for that. But are you excited? Are you, you I mean, you're a PC player. You could play this right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, so the problem is like, I am like a PC player, but like I don't do much PVP, and I, I you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the problem. Um, I, I'm like it could be one of these things where like I jump into Overwatch Two with some friends, and I'm like, holy crap, this is a lot of fun. So like, you know, I, I would like to try it out. So for sure. Um, all right, well, I'll get you a code real quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I don't even remember. I remember going to. The, the thing to sign up and like going through the process and like seeing PC only and it may have just exited out, but maybe I went through it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I probably have a code leave. sitting in my inbox somewhere, mm-hmm. but I guess, well, that's all I have. We have, uh, any, any final thoughts, anything you want to touch on that you haven't talked about? That I haven't we talked have about. Hmm. We have some time. Well, so the, the, something I had, I had mentioned to you earlier, um, was this like resurgence of like handheld games with like the steam deck and the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, um, what's it called? Play date, the play date. That's like, that actually looks really cool. Like I, I, I never really considered getting one when I first saw it, but now like I'm seeing people play with it and the idea of like two games coming each week looks really cool. But like, yeah. So you had like the, um, uh, what's the other one? The analog. The one yep. that can play, it can play all the old cartridges and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know, this resurgence of like handheld games, like, it, I think like the Switch, obviously, I think, you know, and I mean, I know the like 3DS was a big seller, but what the Switch did just kind of like 
changed the game completely. And now you got Valve stepping in with the deck and like the decks, like, you know, your next gen games on the go, all your PC stuff on the go. And it's like, I wonder if like that alone is going to completely change the play space because I don't think with Nintendo coming out with the switch, they like even the three DS, they were just top of the game, top of the game, game boy, three DS switch. And now valves coming in swinging and like everyone wants a deck now. Is there a possibility that like, I don't know, Sega's like, you know, we don't do consoles anymore. Maybe we'll come out with a handheld or is this where uh, Sony comes in and they're like, Oh, maybe we should like, you know, update the PSP and come out with a new uh, PSP. That's, that's a little bit of conflict there because I know a lot of like some of the first party games are on PC and you can play them on steam and you can play them on the deck. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of people are, are starting to move towards wanting to play with a game console in their hands on their couch. They go travel to, you know, they go on a plane, a train, they can play in their hands. So I, I'm wondering if like there's going to just be this like new resurgence of handheld gaming. We take now. the fact that people have been cooped up in their homes for two years. Mm-hmm. Gaming's gone through the roof because people have been stuck in their house for two years. Yeah. And now that the world is opening back up and people are going out back out into the world, maybe there's like, maybe I should get a switch because it's like gaming on the go or a yeah. Steam Deck or, or any of these things now that everybody's a yeah. gamer. So... I can definitely see somebody joining the party. I mean, there's always been the rumors that Xbox is going to come out with some sort of handheld, but mm-hmm. the Steam Deck pretty much is that. I mean, you can do the cloud gaming for Game Pass on the Steam Deck. And supposedly Phil Spencer has been working with them on doing the Game Pass. Yes. Thing. So if Game Pass is a confirmed, like I can download games by the time God knows when I can pre-order the Steam Deck. <laughs> sometime i think now in q3 2022 that's the one thing that i'm holding on for like i don't want to do the cloud streaming thing i just don't but if any game pass like if game pass is on the steam deck it's game over like i'm gonna anytime i go anywhere it's coming with me so i just think it's like it's crazy to just valve behind the scenes were like oh we're about to pull out this big monster that's going to compete with the switch because i never thought anything was going to compete with the switch like or or, sorry nintendo in general i mean i know psp back in the day was doing really well and it was one of my favorite hands handhelds like i actually played psp more than i played um like a game boy or 3ds which is probably blasphemy but you know personal choice between players (laughs) so i think it's crazy that valve has come out with this thing and it's, uh, you know, just a lot of people are like, they've always dreamt about playing like high-end games like that on the go. And this thing can do that, which is crazy. Um, it's just, yeah, just, I don't know. I just wonder if this is just going to completely change the play space. And now is this going to push Nintendo to be like, oh, are we just going to stick with what we do and like stay with our lower end tech and just push out our first party games? Or are they going to yeah. try to like go to th- go the next level and try to like compete with the deck or go beyond the deck. So go beyond the deck. That's going to, that's going to be their marketing. Go beyond the deck. Go beyond the deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think at this point, I think Nintendo can just do what they've been doing. Yeah. Like whenever the next switch comes out, I think they can do it. Cause I think it's going to be a lot longer of a road for steam to get the steam deck to be like a known quantity. Yes. In yes. The world for like, yes. Like for us to get, you know, like a NBA playoff commercial of a Steam Deck, we're yes. we're a ways away from that. Yeah, for sure. Um, however, like two, three years from now, when the Steam Deck can come out and be two hundred and fifty dollars, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Exactly. When you can have Game Pass on there, like let's just say three or four years from now, when you have Game Pass on the Steam Deck. And you have PlayStation coming out with their games even more on PC than they already are. And it's $250 and it works. Like, at that point, are you just like, oh crap, like, this thing can take over. Like, people at that point would even buy Steam Deck before they even bought a PlayStation or an Xbox. Simply because they can play both on this one device now and it's with you on the go. Or you can come home and just plug it into your freaking monitor or your TV. Yeah, like... Yeah, our people on podcasts talking about like they never thought they could play like God of War running like that, like in their hands yeah. on or like Horizon, just stuff like mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I just think the the deck is just crazy, like absolutely crazy. And when they get Destiny Two working on there, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> it's gonna be game over. Game over. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I don't. I think maybe whatever the next thing is after this next switch, if Steam Deck or if somebody else comes into the fold and has something similar that's like pushing boundaries. At some point, I think Nintendo if will have to do something. Even if it's like, let's work with Xbox and get Game Pass on this new Switch. Just so that's another thing people can do. But all see. honestly, all Nintendo has to do is I think they did this what back on the Wii when they or even the 3DS, I think, when they had their entire like virtual library from like Nintendo SNES. If they just open up that whole backlog and they come out with this handheld device where it's like Oh, you can play the entire Nintendo backlog on a single device. Boom. Yeah. They'll just kill it. But then you, you know, on the Steam Deck, you can also emulate. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> it's a great time we live in. But Nintendo oh, would sure. be the one to be like, no, you can't. We'll stop yes. it all. They'll stop it all in a second. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to do it for here. Um, I want to talk to you about someone that's not our sponsor. Gatorade Zero. Great stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I looked down and I was like, you know what? It'd be great if they were sponsoring us right now, but they don't. Uh, but no, that's going to do it for us here. We want to thank you all for listening. Again, new podcast upload every Friday, wherever you're listening to us or watching us right now. Um, if you want to subscribe, rate, all that kind of stuff on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do. Or you can go hit subscribe and give us 8,000 thumbs up. This is what I need you to do if you're listening. If you have more than one email, one more than one Gmail account, I need you to make a YouTube account with that Gmail account. Okay, super easy. They own each other, whatever. And then go to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe on that, Pappy. You know what I mean? And then I want you to make another email, another Gmail, <laughs> and then make another YouTube account with that Gmail and hit subscribe until we hit 1 billion subscribers, okay? If we all just work together, Andrew... <laughs> we can make this happen uh, but besides that you can find us at Log on Games on all social media hit that link tree in our bio and it'll get you hooked up with our discord or youtube channel whatever it is that you want uh, but that's going to do it for us here we'll be with you all again see you